At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. It is VSIN Bet Center on this Saturday evening, live from the Circus Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. So pleased to be joined by the former Westgate Super Contest football champion, James Salinas, live from Denver, Colorado. James, always a pleasure to be with you. Last time we were on the air together, I believe we were sweating out a Sunday night Browns Ravens game that we both ended up losing. Thanks, no thanks to Baker Mayfield. I still remember that so vividly, James. And now here we are, dog days of summer. Football, though, right around the corner. I know we're going to have some great discussions on that later today, but uh, pumped to be with you here for the next four hours. Absolutely, Ben. I'm glad you can remember those types of things. I honestly don't remember what I did You're last just... night. My sh- I'm having issues with my short-term memory. That's what happens when you get older like myself. Yeah, we say we're not getting older. We're just getting wiser. But in some cases, you're as old as you feel. And some days, you feel pretty old, at least for me. So good memory on your part. I think we also mentioned, were we on the uh, 4th of July broadcast we a year ago? Oh, how could about anybody? The, uh, how could you, the, now, the hot, that's now, one we you can't forget. The 4th of July, uh, that was the Joey Chestnut. He covered the dog line. Uh, Yes, I remember we were on the air together (laughs) for that. Look, I would actually counter and say your your lack of memory is probably better because I still am bitter about certain losses from the NFL season. I'm like, I I can't believe Baker Mayfield screwed us with a pick uh, while while we were sitting on that show. So I'll actually lean to your – I'd rather have the memory of one James Salinas. Just let let it go, (laughs) move on to the next day. We're Um, we're always looking ahead, looking forward, not looking back, no stepping back. And we are, like you said, we're, we're, what, less than two months? away from the start of the NFL. Exciting stuff. We're going to talk a lot of NFL today. We have some week one line movement already, and that's simply because the week one lines, they've been up for some time. So we'll get James's thoughts on those. Want to get James's take as well on a number of these preseason general betting storylines here as we head into the NFL season, because we are in, in that time. We've got some highest, lowest scoring team props we'll take a look at in the next hour. As far as guests, too, it is a big day on the show. We're going to talk some baseball loaded night slate. We'll get into that here coming up in about 15 minutes when Ryan Spader, MLB betting analyst, joins us. Then we go across the pond. Open championship. We'll talk about that next hour. Round number three in the books. It is shaping up to be an incredible Sunday there at the old course at St. Andrews. Roy McIlroy, your favorite at about minus 120. He and Victor Hovland sharing the lead after three rounds at 16 under. And so Stephen Hennedy, the the deputy managing editor from Golf Digest, going to stop by. Always an outstanding guest uh, when Stephen joins us. So we'll get to those things in a little bit. First, though, James, some updates on the Diamonds. Pretty important game and an important series in general for the Mets. Basically, this entire stretch now that we go into the second half of the year leading into the All-Star break. Uh, First of a day-night doubleheader. They've got Max Scherzer on the bump tonight where he's already priced as north of a $2 favorite. 2-1 lead right now going to the bottom of the 11th, and they are sending Adam Adovino back out for his third inning of work. 
at least what I'm seeing right now, trying to get the save here. 2-1 game for the Mets. Again, game one of this double dip. And for a Mets team that had seen the Braves closed within two and a half games, it's not. A, it hasn't really felt like they're hanging on for dear life, but it just feels like for the Mets to at least get to the All-Star break, maintain a lead, would be so massive for a team that at one point was a $5 favorite in the NL East. Well, and you consider the injuries that they've been dealing with with the just mentioned the starting rotation. We'll start with the top two with Scherzer. Now we know he is scheduled to pitch tonight, but just coming back from his long stint on the injured list, as well as DeGrom working himself back uh, at some point post All-Star break to get him back out on the professional ranks out there. So for them to be able to kind of just, you know, not so much tread water. I mean, they're still leading the division here. We know the how well the Braves have played since the latter part of May, but you have those two aces, the fact that they really haven't been available for the majority of the season for the Mets. I think this is where, and a lot of teams here too, Ben, I think that's for me. I I tread lightly as we start to get towards the all-star break. We were talking about vacations earlier and, you know, I've got a vacation (laughs) in two months and I've already got one foot out the door in anticipation of taking some time off from a number of things that I do. Well, you know, this is a long season for these guys and they are definitely looking forward to the all-star break as well. So I think for the Mets here, yeah, just get through this 11th inning. Got to get through the the nightcap tonight and I suspect we'll probably have to see Scherzer or eat some innings tonight just because they've had to get into the pen because now we're in the bottom of the 11th inning in this game against the Cubs. No question. You, you would think so on that. And for what it is worth, Adam Adovino, he has now been replaced. Edwin Diaz, they were just a little bit late on the draw yeah. there with the substitution. So he's in. Christopher Morell starts the inning at second base. So we'll see if the Mets can get out of this thing. Get away and again, Scherzer already priced. It was Pete Alonso sack fly to take the lead there in the top of the 11th. I'm already seeing James Scherzer priced against Drew Smiley in game two, as high as minus 250 at BetMGM. Mm. Interesting to see where that number will go in about the two hours it will have. Day-night doubleheader in between games there at Wrigley Field. Speaking of these big divisional matchups, we've got another one brewing in Minnesota where Twins and White Sox, this is one of those, while for Minnesota, it's obviously a big series intradivision, but it almost felt like a gotta-have-it series for Minnesota where Were they to lose the series, they'd find themselves six-plus games out of the AL Central race going into the break. But uh, you look at what the White Sox have done. The the bats have really uh, heated up over the last couple of days. They mashed their way to a game one win on Thursday, first game of this four-game set. And then uh, last night, we're able to hang on for a 6-2 victory. But looks like the Twins are in pretty full full control of this one. We go to the top of the ninth here, 6-3, and it's Yohan Duran, the hard-throwing, 103-mile-an-hour fastball man on the mound there for Minnesota. So 6-3 game to the top of the ninth, and looks like the Twins are at least going to be able to get one back. But uh, my question to you would be, what have you made just of this weekend as a whole? White Sox will at least be in a position here to split at the very least and potentially win three or four tomorrow, assuming they're unable to make the comeback here today. Yeah, I think the the piece for me watching the White Sox is it's it's honestly been, it's, it's bad baseball. Uh, We see this and they're not alone in the majors in this day and age of 2022 when it comes to the the lack of fundamental play that we see across where it's just whether it's the approach at the plate and the strikeouts that we see and just no shame in striking out anymore in this league. But for a White Sox team, I just constantly see whether it's poor base running, bad decisions, throwing the baseball, whether they're throwing ahead of runners, trying to trying to show off their arm or, you know, not hitting cutoff men, just so many different little little things in baseball add up over the course of 162 games. I know the White Sox have had a, a litany of injuries and, and right, you know, most teams are a lot of teams are going to have to suffer through that. We were just talking about the Mets and the the issues with their rotation for the first half of the season for New York, but able to survive through that. I think for the White Sox, though, it's just really a, a poor brand of baseball. They they are last in the league when it comes to drawing walks. These guys are swinging at everything and anything that's thrown to them. And this is a team, again, that just doesn't play very sound fundamental baseball. And I think for a Chicago team with so much expect, all the expectations on them, and rightfully so, I think within that division, by far, you just look at on paper, Ben, this is the most talented team within the American League Central. But I think ultimately this is just one of the teams that, along with a handful of others, that really play poor baseball. It's just not a team that I trust in the second half of the season I, I felt the exact same way and is we've kept trying to make excuses for all right what like when will the buy point be on the White Sox so you can still find them right now in the plus 160 to 170 range at a lot of shops to win the AL Central with the loss today though and it's now one out here top of the ninth nobody on twins will go back up ahead by four games in that division guardians are all over the Tigers 10 nothing there an absolute obliteration of Michael Pineda backing Cal Quantrill only in the bottom of the fifth but up 10 zip so they'll stay two and a half back in the AL Central it's like yes the White Sox they might be might be 30th as far as easiest strength of schedule still to go, or I should say 30th, the 30th hardest strength of schedule. So the easiest strength of schedule remaining, 
I'm with you, James. I, I've kept waiting for the buy point. Still don't trust the White Sox, a team that is six games under 500 this year at home there at guaranteed rate field. At least, look, some positivity coming into the All-Star break as they are at least going to be in a position here to maybe win three or four at the very least split that uh, split that series. But they're an out away from going down uh, right now. The So the one play I had last night, I... I, and I have not been playing heavy pregame MLB this year, James. I did, though, make a bet on the, the Blue Jays' run line last night. I just kind of felt like after the Omaha Storm Chasers, the <laughs> Kansas City Royals, Sands, 10 different guys who yeah. are unvaccinated and ineligible to play, after they went into Toronto and won game one of that series on Thursday night against Kevin Gausman, I just felt like, come on, this is Alec Manoa, an elite pitcher in the game, against a AAA lineup, and the books reduced that price. It was minus 440 on Thursday. Largest price we'd seen anybody be in a single game all year. Went down to minus 300, and as a result, you could have gotten the run line at about minus 150 last night. So I'll admit, James, I was kind of a sucker into the, all right, you know what, This is a. there's nothing here numbers-wise that really would be a basis on the play. It's it's a strictly a zigzag theory play here. Uh, so back to Blue Jays last night. They wanted a blowout, but they're in a tight ball game right now. 3-3 into the top of the ninth is near $3 favorites. And once again, James, how about those, uh, those Omaha Storm Chasers? They're at least playing competitive ball north of the border. Well, you give young guys a chance to to prove that they can have a you know they they get a shot in the bigs and they're going to take full advantage of it when it comes to effort, energy, and focus. Now, yeah, talent level and experience or lack of experience will will tend to play out over the course of a, of a series. And uh, but I, I think for Toronto here, we kind of we were just talking about the White Sox and their poor play this season. Well, I think we can say the same thing, to, maybe not to the same extent for the Blue Jays as far as some of the poor fundamentals that we see. But I think the the same type of approach at the plate that we see with the Blue Jays similar to the White Sox where these guys are up there and they're you know it's not situational hitting by any means and again they're not alone in today's game of, of baseball where guys are it doesn't matter what the count it is it doesn't matter where the runners are they're swinging they're looking to drive the ball in the alleys and over the fence but I think that's where Toronto another team a lot of high price contracts free agents coming over that they spend a lot of money on the, on some of these players on this team and there's also comes with those contracts high expectations with the the amount of money as well as the talent on on that team and you know that's where chemistry when you when you're trying to figure out what chemistry looks like and who the leaders are going to be on that team those things take time to play out through the course of a season and right now Toronto is still trying to find themselves plus the face sure doesn't help either when you're trying to get into that AL East race where you have the Yankees just running away with it the way they did here in the first half you're right and considering too where the wild card race is at right now Rays Blue Jays, Red Sox, basically all tied for that yeah. second and third position. And you've got the Orioles, Mariners right in the mix uh, there as well. So for the Blue Jays, who fired Charlie Montoyo, not exactly the Joe Girardi response that the Phillies had, where they reeled off nine straight yeah. games. It has been much more of an up-and-down stretch uh, for the Blue Jays. By the way, James, big win, for the, big win for the Mets. They get the job done. Edwin Diaz goes strikeout, strikeout, ground out. Mets take game one of that double dip. They were about $1.26 to $1.30 favorites. Uh, so it is 2-1 Mets there in 11 innings. Mets... Uh, able to extend now by a half game that lead in the A, at least back up to two and a half that lead over Atlanta. All right, we've got some more baseball. It's pretty much all baseball hour number one, James, before we can talk I know your favorite sport at NFL. So up next, we're going to talk a little uh, midseason storylines. Big story that comes out today. Juan Soto turns down a $440 million offer from the Washington Nationals. There are big implications there. We'll get to Ryan Spader's thoughts on A, the night slate, and then B, what he thinks about the Soto news, how this is going to impact the landscape of Major League Baseball as we go forward, and what potential trade suitors will be out there for Soto and the Nets. That's when we return as we're just getting started. Four hours on deck right here on VEASAN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Call this year's Derby and you could win big in the T-Mobile Home Run Derby Prediction Pool. Enter and take a swing at your share of $25,000 in prizes and a trip to the World Series presented by Capital One. Visit www.draftkings.com slash T-Mobile to make your free predictions. T-Mobile, we deliver outstanding wireless experiences. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply to DraftKings.com for details. One of the eight in the Home Run Derby. It is Juan Soto, which is an interesting guy we have to talk about right now. We welcome you back. Ben Wilson, joined by James Salinas. Outstanding to be joined by James here today until uh, for the next four hours here as we go until 10 o'clock on the East Coast. Follow him at Rounding again there on the Twitter machine, James Salinas. And it is, as we mentioned, a final uh, there in that first NL East matchup. Mets getting the job done in 11 innings over the Cubs. Uh, James, we've got Braves six, Nationals three. So it looks like Atlanta going to keep pace here with the Mets. Stay two games back and what Before we bring in uh, Ryan Spader to talk some MLB, what a great job it has been all year here for Max Fried. Trickles the ERA a little bit lower now, down to 266, even though this has not been his cleanest performance all year, giving up three runs. Still very, very solid. The Braves going to roll once again in a Freed start. Well, and finally, we saw the last, what, six weeks or so, Atlanta playing like a World Series contender like they were last year now coming in. And sometimes you're going to have that little bit of a hangover from from the championship year and rolling in and get everybody's best shot, but now getting some run support. So, yeah, not the best outing for Max Fried. Probably another one that's looking forward to having a, a little time off with the All-Star break, especially how late the All-Star break is this year. Without, without question, for uh, especially, too, a guy like uh, Austin Riley, not an All-Star this year. He hits his 27th home run this year, so... Mm-hmm. I'm sure he he's at least making a statement on that. Uh, so for more discussion on the NL East, and we'll talk as well on the night slate in Major League Baseball, we welcome in Ryan Spader, who you can give a follow to at the Ace of Spader. That is S-P-A-E-D-E-R on Twitter. Uh, Ryan, let's start first with the Juan Soto news. We get the report earlier today from Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. $440 million offer rejected by Soto and now goes pretty clearly onto the trade market here. We've got some time until the trade deadline there's kind of two ways how this could go. We either see the Nats hang on to him, look to get a large package of prospects and, and, uh, and certain, certain expiring current players in the offseason, or we see different sorts of packages by contenders here coming up before the All-Star break. What's your, what's your likelihood here? What do you think ends up happening with Soto with the, with the impact here of this decision that he makes today? Well, you know, it, it, it's actually funny. And first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. I, I always love talking to you. But it's... It's funny to me because I look at this deal and to me, this is where the starting point should have been. I, um, I, I did a, um, local radio show and I'm local to DC now. I'm from the Philadelphia area, as you can hear from my terrible accent. <laughs> uh, but, um, I, I'm local to the DC area and I did a local radio show talking about what it would take for them to sign Soto. And I said, it's going to take, uh, a deal that's longer than what Harper signed and an AAV longer or excuse me, um, higher than what trout got, which would put him basically at about 36 million over 14 seasons. That's $504 million. Now they offered him 15, 440. It's pretty close, but I don't think that's quite what it's going to take to sign Juan Soto. So now we're in a situation where he's going to potentially be dealt, but don't know that there's any team that really has what it's going to take to trade for Soto. I think what's going to determine whether or not he's actually dealt is the atmosphere of the, um, 
the Washington Nationals fans? Are they are they going to start booing Soto? Uh, is he going to be received well by the fans as he's always been? Um, I mean, he helped bring DC a, a world championship, and I think that that is actually going to play a major part in whether or not he's going to stay with the team uh, for his remaining what two and a half years or so. And then also, you got to keep in the back of your mind that the Nationals are probably going to be sold. So what does whomever is going to buy the nationals want to do? Are they going to say, Hey, do us a solid and make sure you sign this guy. So when we buy the team from you, you know, we're looking good going forward. Me personally, I, I, I don't think there's any team that has, I, I just don't, I, I don't think there's prospects that equal Juan Soto. I, there's no such thing as a short thing. In terms of a prospect, you go throughout history and you look at the number ones. I mean, I think we've we've had what Bryce Harper, uh, Steven Strasburg, both of both of whom were drafted by the Nationals. But you don't know what you're going to get from uh, most guys. Mickey Moniak of the Phillies, my 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 hometown team. I mean, he he's he might as well have been drafted in the 40th round. So you really don't know what you're getting from these, um, you know, these quote unquote top prospects until they, um, until they uh, show up in, in the big leagues. And I just don't think anybody has really fair value for, uh, for Juan Soto. Ryan, well, you're talking about prospects. Let's jump to tonight's card, and we've got a big one again. we got a great rivalry with the Red Sox now going into New York. Rematch from last week's game and the uh, pitching matchup here with Jamison Tyon going against Pavetta. Two prospective pitchers that if based on how we saw that play out last Sunday's matchup here with these two guys really got tagged. I'm looking at this total in this game. It was eight and a half. Now it's ticked up to nine, juiced slightly to the under at 15 cents with the Yankees at a dollar. Sixty as the favorite in this matchup. Any play for you with Yankees Red Sox? So I'll tell you, uh, as you guys know, I bet on every single baseball game, all of them. Uh, and typically, what I do when we got a sixteen game card is I'll play the full card as a parlay. I play the entire thing, and then I'll break it down into four separate games, and then I'll play them individually because I'm a degenerate. But. Um, <laughs> When we're looking at this uh, Red Sox-Yankees game, I actually took the Red Sox in this one. Uh, I My default, when it goes Red Sox and Yankees, and it play, uh, it went well for me last time around, is always the over. These teams always seem to just heavyweight slug it out. It's like Mike Tyson against Evander Holyfield uh, without the ear uh, incident, of course. And um, these teams, they just battle it out, and it's just it seems like they just – put up 11, 12, 13 hits, um, you know, six, seven, eight, nine runs against each other. And they, they just really seem to beat up on each other. And it doesn't really matter how much better one team is than the other team. Uh, it just seems to say, uh, seems to play like that, that rivalry just really comes, uh, comes to shine. And, you know, they, I guess every single time they play, it's like, it's on the national stage. So I, I think we're going to be looking at a, uh, a Red Sox W is what I took. And, uh, also a, an over here. You can find nines pretty much evenly juiced there to, uh, to the over as well. See, so see a couple of shops who are still offering that right now. How about the other national game uh, there, Ryan, that starts uh, at about the seven fifteen Eastern window brewers and Eric Lauer, the lefty goes against Alex Cobb and the giants. What a devastating loss that was last night. Josh Hader gives up three home runs, walk-off grand slam to Mike Yastrzemski. He will be unavailable tonight. Devin Williams would be the closer if they get there. And seeing the Giants here, a short favorite, about $1.26 to $1.30. What's your angle on this one in the Bay Area tonight? So hold on. Devastating for whom? Because I last night hit Mariners, uh, Rockies, Giants parlay uh, at over 6-1. to So I was pretty happy with it. All right. But... um, Tonight, I, I I also I've been kind of fading Lauer all season. I don't think he's um ah man I don't I don't think he's I, he's definitely not a bad pitcher, but I I just don't think he is uh, all that good against the um, hitters who have the experience. Uh, I I would like him more against like a team like the you know a younger team like the Marlins or something. But in a case against the Giants where they have a lot of a lot of ball players who have a lot of experience, you got Brandon Crawford, you got Jock Peterson. Uh, Darren Ruff, who has experience across the world at this point, uh, I, I just really like the um, the Giants in this matchup. 
Ryan, let's jump to Los Angeles, and we've got the Dodgers. It was a $2 favorite. I see some buyback coming on the Angels now, ticking down to uh, roughly $1.90 in favor of the Dodgers in this matchup. We saw the a beating here with the Angels, and it seems like for the Angels, unless Otani's pitching here, this is just an ugly matchup day in and day out for this L.A. Angels team. Any action? Well, so you bet every game here. What did you go? What bet do you have on the Dodgers and Angels tonight? You know, I, I think you kind of nailed it there. I, I went with uh, – the Dodgers in this one, it's kind of hard not to. The Angels are, I mean, frankly, they're kind of an embarrassment. Uh, when you look at what the team has done without uh, Otani, I mean, over since July 9th uh, this year, Otani has uh, 20 games where he's batted, and he's batting 291, 395, uh, 602. And in the six games he's pitched during that span, he's 6-0, 146, 207, uh, 175 against an 045 ERA. It seems like the only person they can win with is Otani. And, you know, we were talking about the Nationals potentially trading Soto, you know, at 23 years old. I think that's ridiculous. You pay the guy whatever, whatever he needs to keep him with the city. But I digress. What we should be talking about is can the Angels move Otani? because I think that that is somebody you could potentially get fair value for. He's a little bit older, um, certainly still in his prime, but the Angels at this point, they're not going to be able to sign him for a, um, a massive uh, deal because they have too many deals on the books. Can you follow him at the Ace of Spader? That is Ryan Spader. Always appreciate the time. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. We'll update some of the scores on the other side here. A couple of finals that have just wrapped up while we were on the air with Ryan. And then talk some uh, overall playoff odds. Yes or no? Get James's thoughts on those on the other side here on VEASAN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. While we were just talking some baseball with Ryan Spader in our last segment, a couple of uh, games that have uh, either gone final or had some drama late. White Sox and Twins. This this game is over, James. Dylan Bundy and the Twins get the win after losing the first two games of that series. So 6-3 final for Minnesota over Lance Lynn. And the White Sox is about a thirty favorite. In the meantime, Vinny Pasquantino and those Omaha Storm Chasers. You talked about it, James. When teams are loose, got not, you know, they have everything to prove as young guys. They've been loose this whole series, even though they were blown out last night by Alec Manoa and the Jays. As once again here, a near $3 underdog, they take a 5-3 lead in the top of the 10th inning. Pasquantino, the two-run shot off Jordan Romano. $3 underdog. I, 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 well, I think not only this year, but over the last few years, I think we're almost getting desensitized, Ben, to the these prices in Major League Baseball. For for somebody like me who's been betting on Major League Baseball since, let's just say, the, the mid to late part of the 1980s, where even guys like Nolan Ryan, I don't remember those guys being $2 favorites. Dave Stewart, I mean, guys that were just absolute aces back in the day, maybe $2 tops, depending on the matchup they were. Now we're just seeing, like you said, Four dollar favorites. It's 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 almost obscene. It almost just feels like that should just be an auto play the other way. And yeah, last night I know it was Alec Manoa. So maybe you look at the those types right. of matches like yeah, with Manoa going and he found himself last week in Seattle. Like yeah, maybe that's when you don't play as an as just a straight auto bet. But for the most part, I would love to know any of those big three three plus dollar favorites. How many of those? What your rate of return is right now? Because I bet if you just blindly bet the underdogs you're doing pretty well no it's a fascinating point and from like i said the highest number game one of this series was 440 on toronto which is just insane to think about that yes and the highest number today was minus 320 on on toronto and again i mean it's funny like the pitching was so at a such different level last night with manoa you throw a miguel castillo out there today uh, more of a more of an opener type not a guy really you know spot starter not going very deep there for toronto and yeah, Kansas City. I mean, if you bet them, even though you're you're in a position, it's two and one, and you ha- would have quite the profit right now, assuming they hang on. Joel Piamps, uh, he was actually been a decent reliever, sub three ERA takes the mound. Keep in mind that Blue Jays, Blue Jays will get that ghost runner here to start at second with Vlad Guerrero up uh, as well. So by no means is this thing over, but 
if the Royals can pull it off, would be awfully, awfully impressive. And it leaves us in an interesting spot, James, looking at that AL wildcard race. We'll get into some of the odds right now. Talked at the top of the show about how I know you've been disappointed in teams like the White Sox, the Blue Jays, and those are two teams that are right in the thick of it. We look at our updated AL wildcard race. This was entering today. And so far, just a couple of games have gone final that we'll, we'll update these overall standings on. But uh, Rays entered the day, the two-and-a-half game lead for the top wildcard spot. Remember, the additional wildcard edition this year, so you have three that get in. It is Mariners behind that amazing 11-game winning streak, won again last night thanks to Julio Rodriguez Grand Slam. And then the Blue Jays and Sox, they enter play today tied. It would be Red Sox who, entering that Yankee game tonight, would take the half-game lead. Then you have Guardians, Orioles, and White Sox. So... For a team, while we're on the topic of a, of a team like teams like Toronto and the White Sox, those teams are still getting healthy, healthy respect in the betting market, James. I mean, the Blue Jays entering today, $4 favorites to make the playoffs. White Sox minus 160 to make the playoffs. Either of those teams, would you be ready to, now that, from what you've seen and how you've been disappointed, are you still ready to, to say, all right, maybe this is the time where you jump in, take a 3-1 to one no price on Toronto, or take a plus 130 no price on the White Sox? Either of those appeal, you, appeal to you? Uh, to to miss the playoffs, I think between those two teams with with the White Sox in particular, it's just the team that just feels dysfunctional. It feel and and for I mean I remember Tony Larusa as a kid when he used when he was managing the White Sox. His first go around now, the 2.0 here, where you know, we're deciding to intentionally walk batters when you're ahead in the count. Was it a one two count? And he's walking guys intentionally walking guys with two strikes again, the bad base running and and the the approach at the plate. And I think that's probably what's most concerning. It's not a good defensive team either, but just the the approach at the plate and the lack of situational type of hitting. I mean, these are as we get closer and you get into the grind where if you're battling for one of those positions in September to get in that wild card spot, they're going to feel like playoff games and you have to be able to manufacture runs you're not just going to be able to go up and hit three run bombs all the time and put up six seven eight runs in contests where, where both teams need to get after it and I think for for between those two with the Jays there's still a lot of talent on that Jays team although their approach to the plate leaves a lot to be desired as well but I just think with the White Sox this is just a, a team that I just don't trust and I usually Ben, if I'm betting it, I'm watching it. And I don't think I could stomach having to watch the White Sox on a daily basis for the whole second half of the season. It's certainly been a difficult challenge so far. I should also point out, by the way, right, yes. as we're just ripping Toronto for going down as huge favorites, they get a double to lead off the inning from Vlad Guerrero Jr. So now 5-4, and they still have a nobody out runner at second. Their tying run uh, is is now at second base. And I see one book in the market. They're now minus 160 live. So that tells you the book's belief in the in the Blue Jays closing this one out. I'll say this on on the White Sox, though. And this is not something I would normally do, but I weirdly feel like you could, if, if you felt strongly enough about this, I could actually make a case for playing. Like if you wanted to, to try to make some profit, of course, the one area where you would get potentially middled on this is if the White Sox do get a wild card. I just view that that AL Central is pretty clearly a one a one bid division there where Minnesota has not while they've they've really mashed the baseball they've been really good from an offensive standpoint fifth in OPS seventh in average and eighth in home runs so far it's not really a, you talk about teams you trust it's just from a starting rotation where Joe Ryan as a rookie has probably been the best most reliable guy and we saw Sonny Gray get lit up once again he's had a terrible month of Ju- of July here. Devin Smeltzer, Dylan Bundy, guys who, if you look at the numbers on them, they've been very inconsistent, not guys who are, who are traditionally uh, long-term pieces you can really trust going down the stretch. And with a, a number of injuries as well, this is a, a starting rotation that, look, they're 24th in strikeouts per nine, don't get a lot of swings and misses, and it's a bullpen that, that gives up the, uh, the fourth most home runs as well from a bullpen perspective. So I'm, I almost would look at this and say, I could make a case for making a White Sox to win the AL Central bet at plus 160 to 170, solely based on the talent. And at the same time, I would also make a bet on them to miss the playoffs, where I feel pretty confident that they're either winning this division or they're not getting in at all. I realize you're opening yourself up to a middle there, James, but two bets at a plus money price on the same team. I, th- I feel like you can actually make a pretty realistic case for that, even though that's something you normally would stay away from. Well, I think they better the, the White Sox need to start seeing something out of Lance Lynn. And I know he went on the shelf early in the season is just getting back the last oh, the last handful of starts, but he got rocked again, gave up three more home runs today. He's not fooling anybody and he's one that likes to live up in the zone and, and isn't afraid to challenge pitch or challenge hitters and will pitch inside, but he's leaving a lot of balls middle cut right now and it's getting tagged and they're gonna need a much better performance out of Lance Lynn in the second half to be in contention with that in that division. I think staying within the 
AL, though, I really, I mean, obviously the Mariners, and it's easy to say now they have, they've won 12 straight and looks like they're, they are, they're leading. Oh, no, it's tied two now, tied two, at two, two in the top, yep, of, top the of the eighth. But, but this is a team that had also had a lot of uh, new faces into that roster, and there are some high expectations for the Mariners based on how they kind of played out last year. And, and it takes some time sometimes. And I think for service, he had to start to figure out where he wanted to play certain guys within the lineup. We're talking about Rodriguez here and also the fact that uh, Robbie Ray, and I think we've seen a change in Robbie Ray over the last six or seven starts. He's throwing a lot more two-seamers as opposed to that slider that that hitters were laying off of. And then you look at the Mariners, and you got to look at the, one of the things you talk about, strength of schedule, and you got to look at the schedule for the second half of the season. And looking at this Mariners schedule here, they closed this they closed the season with a 10-game homestand. And the last 20 games of their schedule this season were their combined, at least as of going into today, they have a combined win percentage of just 408. So they have a very favorable schedule down the stretch right now for them to pull off and make the playoffs. I know you're laying, you're, you're having to lay a price. It's a short price, in my opinion, though, I hear at $1.25. They're not going to win that division, obviously, in the AL West, mm. but it's also a very dysfunctional division beyond the Astros in that, that they're going to have to face as well. Well, so the, of all these bets here that that we have on that graphic that we saw earlier, I'll lay the price, I'll lay a little juice, and I'll lay twenty five cents for the Mariners to get one of those wild card spots. And as you point out, this is a team that made was probably the most active, made the most moves of anybody in the offseason, trying to better their team. And I I can't argue against it. it, it for for as easy it would be to say, well, you're buying him at the at the peak of the market here off an eleven game winning streak. I get it, but still, as you point out, it's not like the price has gotten juice through the moon where they're all of a sudden two, $3 favorites to make the playoffs. It's still pretty much in that pick them range, just slightly juiced there at minus 125. For those teams that we have listed too, I mean, White Sox, 30th in strength of schedule. Mariners, second easiest strength of schedule, 22nd here the rest of the way. Of those teams that are listed, that's largely because four of them, or three of them rather, are, uh, are in the American League East and certainly have to play the Yankees and play each other down the stretch. Yeah, and that's the that's the difficult part too, and 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 those teams that they're going to be playing, you know, everybody coming the trade deadline coming up here in a few weeks, and we know which teams are historically going to be buyers, and all of those teams in the AL East will be buyers, and it's only going to make it even more of a competitive division as we get through the second half. And for those of you who are out there, we're through through the Blue Jays in a parlay today, man, you 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 got off the hook. Of course, oh. as soon as we mentioned it, James. It was yes. about to just fall apart. Uh, Joel Piams does not even record an out. Goes double to Vlad Jr., single to Rymel Tapia, single to Bo Bichette, and then Teoscar Hernandez ends it. 6-5. Wow. Brutal beat if you had the under. If you took a stab on the Royals, Toronto wins the game 6-5. And they, eh, that price might tick up a little bit from $4. <laughs> a little higher. We'll preview the night slate of baseball when we return right here on VEASAN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Just a couple more weeks. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. They include Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, as well as our NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com. Slash summer back here on Vison Bet Center. Our producer Elliot Bauman doing a great job behind the glass. Whole crew as well. Andrew Ingold, our technical director. Mikhail in the house. John Brown in the house. I'll we'll check out the newest edition, Racing Lines. Mikhail Bala talking F1 every single week. We got James Salinas as well here in Denver. So after the after the Blue Jays are able to pull it out, saving many a parlay at about a three dollar favorite there. Six five game goes over either nine or nine and a half. We now roll into our night slate here, James, and let's start with the big one: Yankees Red Sox in. Uh, the Bronx there, it was yeah, quite the game last night. What a, what a weird week it's been for the Yankees. You blow a 3 nothing lead to the Reds when you were 48-0 yes. with the lead entering the ninth inning. You had another dramatic comeback to walk it off. Then you blow another late, uh, another late game situation to lose a series to the Reds, only to come back out and then blow another lead last night, only to come back in the bottom of the ninth and then lose it again in the 11th. So the Red Sox take, take game one and extras 5-4. What do you make of the matchup tonight here, James? Yankees... Again, pretty healthy favorite on the money line, just like they were last night at about a dollar sixty-five. Well, just looking at where the how taxed this bullpen right now for this Yankees team. Three straight games where they've gone to extra innings, and yesterday had to get into that bullpen pretty early. And I think here, the the matchup. This is the same matchup we saw in Sunday Night Baseball last week with Tyon going against uh, Pavetta, and both of them got tagged. I mean, they both got. I think they gave up combined five home runs together. I believe both of them got shelled, and that game was over by that. That game was over by the first five innings. So I think here, you know, I, I get why that total is ticking up. It's up to nine now. I do see uh, it's it's pretty much even across the board. Dollar ten either way, sitting at nine. But I think for Tyon, uh, he's going to have to eat some innings today, which means they'll let him take a bit a bit of a beating if necessary so I was looking at some of his player props here now he typically doesn't record a whole he doesn't typically go six innings I suspect he may have to just eat it today but he's not one that I trust to, to if they're going to let him go six innings even though I think he's going to have to eat some runs right now his outs total here on BetMGM is sitting at 17 and a half juice slightly at a dollar 20 to the over I lean that side as well but more so the earned runs I was kind of surprised where the earned runs are sitting is earned runs are sitting at over two and a half at even money plus 100 that's probably the route that i'd like to attack this game is he, he's gonna have to eat some innings he's gonna have to get tagged a little he got tagged last time they met up but really just to give that bullpen a little breather here i think they'll have to let him work through some jams and give up a few runs here hey that's okay because we need you to kind of wear one tonight for the bullpen so i like that more so at even money over two and a half earned runs for jameson tyon tonight. as you mentioned too pavetta tyon when they met last Sunday night, five home runs combined allowed. And this uh, Yankee yeah. bullpen right now. Clay Holmes pitched last night, 17 pitches. Michael King, who took the loss through 12. Wandy Peralta, 29. Aroldis Chapman, who gave up one of the home runs as part of that Red Sox comeback and yeah. eventual uh, taking of the lead before their bullpen blew it as well in the ninth. He pitched last night as well. And Jonathan Loisaga just came off the IL this week and threw 24 pitches on Thursday. So presumably he would be available, but you're, you're looking at a guy who hasn't pitched very much recently either. So totally understand that angle. It's, it's reason number uh, 879, James. Well, I am jealous of you as a Colorado <laughs> jurisdiction better yeah. over here in Nevada. We, just, we don't get any of those props. I would love to get into the pitcher props because usually when I'm betting a pitcher, I either have to go like first five team totals or strikeout props. And that's basically all we're limited to here in Nevada. So I Man, if I if I could bet those, I would be so much fun <laughs> on a night to night basis. I'm I'm just so jealous of you, James. It's okay. It, don't well, wor- don't and, worry about it. I'm just saying. And, I'm a little jealous. No, and one of the other. Well, and that's just the beautiful thing, right? Every state is different, and here in Col- it is definitely a betters market out here in Colorado. We have over no 20 operators, so many different, and you have live props as well. So live player props as games are moving, depending on the book, you got to do your homework. You you know you really got to have things available and digging into those. But it is it's it's a great menu to be able to take advantage of. One 
of the other things there I was looking at too, kind of correlated here with Tyon going over two and a half earned runs. Their team total for the Red Sox is sitting at three and a half, same juice at a dollar twenty, like it was for the uh, one of the other props that I was talking about with Tyon here. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that too. I think they're going to be able to the, the bullpen. I don't know. Is there any trust right now when that Yankees trot out the bullpen? Definitely no trust in Chapman. I don't think. Well, I don't know what has he got the yips right now. I'm not really sure where it is with Chapman. He is really struggling. There's no movement on that fastball. He has been getting tagged if he even locates a fastball over the plate. This is. A, I, I think this is going to be. I get why we were talking earlier with Ryan about the over. I typically stay away from. I, I like to dig into those props and do more mm-hmm. team totals or those types of things. But I like the team total here as well with Boston at three and a half. To Depending vote. on yeah, and if you like a side here, you can get the Yankees anywhere from a dollar fifty four to a dollar seventy one. That's the range right now in the market. And yeah. conversely, here the Red Sox. I'm seeing them. If you like them, as high as plus one fifty in some shops. Uh, they're as low as plus 135. So really shop around. This is one of those games where with when it, with it being an, a national primetime game here on a Saturday night, some books are getting hit differently than others. So make sure you shop around, get the best number on that game. And speaking of formerly elite, so I, I still include Josh Hader as an elite closer, yeah. James. But speaking of elite closers who have really been in, in a rut here, Josh Hader has fallen into it as he gives up that walk-off grand slam last night. Three homers, six runs, Brewers blow that game. Just a devastating blow for a team that now sits entering tonight after the Cardinals blew out the Reds earlier. Only a game and a half lead ahead of St. Louis in that NL Central. So they try to bounce back. These two have split the first two of the four-game series in San Francisco. Eric Lauer, the lefty, goes against Alex Cobb and the Giants. Anywhere here from $1.26 to $1.30, the Giants are favored. A consensus about $1.30. Eight little juice to the under there. Uh, you just have to wonder, James, how for, for a team that lost, and there have not been many total bullpen meltdowns quite like we saw out of Milwaukee last night. You just have to wonder how will a team like that uh, respond tonight, uh, and especially, too, with one of their non-big three starters. It's not Peralta. It's not Woodruff. It's not Burns going. It is Eric Lauer, who has been a pleasant surprise, but his underlying numbers don't exactly back up the numbers he's put up so far. No, well, and it's the long ball that's been a problem for him as of late. He's given what I was looking through this earlier. I think he's going to appreciate playing a pitching at Oracle Park tonight. We know it's definitely a pitcher's park there in San Francisco because uh, he's been it's been shelled lately. It's felt like it's batting practice as far as the ball leaving the yard. Ten home runs over his last 32 innings pitched. And oh. you typically, yeah, so he's, he's gotten tagged pretty good in the, you know, those, those last handful of outings that he's had out there. And that's been, you know, that's, but are the light hitting Giants. The Giants are just one of these teams. I wonder, you know, we saw the tremendous season they had last year, Buster Posey's last season, and, and you know, the, the the championship medal that was within that lineup and on still hanging on to that roster from, you know, over the course of the last decade. You know, Brandon Bell is still on that team, but he got pinch hit for the other night in a game-winning opportunity in the late innings. I think it was the eighth inning he got pulled for a pinch hitter. This is a veteran player who's won multiple World Series rings, and he's getting pulled for a pinch hitter, obviously getting a little long in the tooth, same as Brandon Crawford, no more Posey on this team. I just feel like, I think for both of these teams, you mentioned Hater. He's already had 33 appearances so far this season. Yeah, the last two did not work out very well for him. He's just set such high expectations because of how well he's pitched over the last few years as the closer just coming in and being so dominant. Uh, I think another one that just is looking forward to the All-Star break. You know, everybody's just, it's, this is, I don't know if we've, I can't remember we've seen an All-Star break this late when we're talking about July, what, the 19th is when the game Mm. is going to be played. And I feel like the Giants are kind of hitting a wall too, at least with with their bats last night notwithstanding obviously but this is uh, I'm not interested in getting involved with Lauer with the way he's been pitching late with the ball leaving the yard and and Cobb on the other side his last two starts were against the Diamondbacks I could say the same with the Brewers right now as light as they're hitting the baseball too no no interest in this game and two as well you think about uh, Hader and some of these other guys looking forward to the all-star break Hader 12 earned runs in his last four and a third appearances over over uh, four and a third innings I should say over his last six appearances and his wife just went through a really difficult pregnancy he's been away from the team two different stints he already announced Mm -hmm. he was not going to participate he was an all-star but he is not going to go and play in that game wanted to be home with the family uh, with with his newborn there so uh, in a multitude of ways and you don't know how much of that has impacted his performance on the field but it's it's led to a very uh, it's led to a very tough spot right now for the Brewers bullpen it'll be Devin Williams who would be the presumptive closer there tonight Uh, but I'm I'm with you not one to especially even in these good pitching matchups for the Brewers, I, I do not trust their lineup, especially away from home and in a pitcher's park like this where uh, you, you look at the numbers for Milwaukee and it has been incredibly streaky, hot and cold 
for what their lineup has traditionally done all season. Uh, so especially in a game like this, not not one to uh, want to look at a side here. Uh, and total pretty fair right now, seeing the eights yeah. juiced a little bit under there at minus 115. Do you think, I mean, for the Giants, plus 150 right now to make the playoffs. If we have time later, we'll talk some of the other NL teams in this wild card race. Uh, entering today, game out of that final wild card spot. Do you think, you think last night is a spark or just a one-off for San Francisco? I think it's a one-off. The division's too difficult, at least with the two ahead of them. It's definitely playing for the wild card. No, no shot at winning the NL West. And they're going to be playing against, still, the schedule, the second half of the schedule is going to be challenging because of the division they're in. You're seeing Colorado playing very well at home right now down at Coors Field and and I think for the Giants I don't think they're neither buyers nor sellers at the mar- at the trade deadline but you know both the Padres and the and the Dodgers will be looking to fill holes to bolster their rosters this makes it more tough for the Giants each for the second half of the season playing through the NL West Cardinals also rumored to be big buyers at the deadline not a surprise there minus 115 that all, on, a, on the surface feels a little cheap there for St. Louis looking at that third potential wild card spot Philly's the other option at plus 105 we'll talk a little more baseball later in the show, but our number one wraps up. We transition to the NFL next here on VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.